And in other words, they, they just want to do a tap and go everywhere. And um, this convenient new world of uh, biometric uh, identification, payments, ticketing, access control uh, brings um, some key challenges for uh, manufacturers and OEMs. The potential of the Internet of Things is well known, but how do we actually implement it? How can people and companies benefit from it? In this podcast, we meet experts from Infineon, partners and customers who tell us how it can work and what it takes to make IoT work. My name is Thomas Reinhardt. I'm your host and I'm really excited to have this great opportunity sharing this podcast with all of you. When we started preparing this episode, we really noticed how our payment behavior has changed And yes, this is also due to the current coronavirus pandemic. By card, please, that is what you hear most of the time now. I hardly ever see people paying with cash anymore. Instead, more and more customers are pulling out their cards or even smartphones and smartwatches. The market for contactless payment is changing rapidly. How this exciting future of payments will look like and how we will get there, that is what I'd like to talk with Ursula Schilling today. Ursula works as a director, ecosystem management payment solutions at Infineon. And in her role, she's responsible, of course, among other things, for the business development of the contactless payment solutions at Infineon. So, hi Ursula, it is great that I have you as a guest today. Thomas, thanks for the invitation. I'm really happy to join you today. So, let's start it off. For a long time, we held on to cash. And I must admit, we looked somehow skeptically when people started paying for the bread at the bakery with debit cards or credit cards. But in general, there is now a strong trend away from cash and contact-based payment cards towards contact-less payment, right? Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, according to a study, for example, NFC and contactless payment technology conducted by ABI Research um, only recently um, in 2020, over the three quarters of the respondents use their contactless uh, payment cards or mobile payment wallets um, really multiple times um, per week or uh, even more than that. Uh, and that shows uh, the high level of acceptance and confidence um, in that technology. And, you know, we can, of course, um, observe additional trends um, strongly indicating that the use of digital contactless payment options will persist and continue even to grow. Mm -hmm. Could you briefly describe what those trends are in a little bit more detail? Mm -hmm. uh, consumers and merchants uh, really have a strong preference for secure and convenient payments um, for both for in-store and online, um, wherever uh, this might, might be in the world. And of course, <laughs> you, you might guess it, the hygienic factor uh, will um, uh, play um, a really stronger role in future. Um, the less contact, the better. And of course, this has tremendously pushed by COVID-19. And um, of course, um, there is another important aspect here, and that's lifestyle. Um, so in an increasing trend towards a connectivity and digitization, 
in our everyday lives, um, consumer expectations um, for um, our uh, daily devices are as well rising. Uh, and um, so here, for example, take variables. Um, they, are, they are really practical everyday helpers uh, constantly being uh, supplemented by further functionalities uh, in order uh, to, to offer uh, more application possibilities. Um, so previously, variables have offered a multi multitude of different health-related functions, for example, blood pressure, heartbeat, or, or uh, sleep control. And this has uh, been combined with additional futures um, accompany, uh, accompanying our daily routines. And uh, here, first of all, of course, it is uh, a payment. Payment transaction is really uh, the killer uh, transaction here. Um, and um, in addition, we have a really endless range of um, access controls, loyal, loyalty programs, um, which uh, will be added to that. And um, here again, rings and wristband will join smartwatches and fitness tracker as NFC-enabled uh, payment devices. Um, and they are becoming more and more innovative. So take, for example, the startup Deed, um, for example, uh, with uh, the novel AGET device. And this combines higher security standards with unique method of identity capture. And this identity capture, that's amazing, it, that uh, is, um, has been done by electrical signals of the human heartbeat for strong, fast, and secure user authentication. And it's really highly intuitive uh, without um, a screen. So that's uh, really amazing. Uh, and um, this gives um, uh, application possi possibilities like receiving uh, calls, access, loyalties, secure and contactless payments only by a gesture. And um, yeah, it's, it's an additional possibility of uh, biometric um, authentication. And uh, we think this is really a revolutionary step um, uh, in uh, this development of um, IoT payments. Mm. <laughs> Indeed, that really sounds exciting. Yeah. And for the consumer, it promises great new and, and really convenient solutions. But if we change the perspective a bit here, how does it look like for manufacturers? I mean, I could imagine that it is not that easy to, to offer such a solution that is working reliably and also at the same time is safe and secure and also energy efficient, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so users really expect uh, payment services to work quickly and securely. And in other words, they, they just want to do a tap and go everywhere. And um, this convenient new world of uh, biometric uh, identification, payments, ticketing, access control uh, brings um, some key challenges for uh, manufacturers and OEMs. So really very low power consumptions. And this is a tremendously um, important um, for really long, extremely long battery lifetime. This is what it's all about. In ultra small physical dimensions, and of course, I mean, security, of course, mm, security, yeah. that's the main part, plus contactless performance, and then as well, service enrollment, how to get your identity in this uh, variable device. 
Mm-hmm. That sounds all very complex and also complicated. Mm-hmm. So how can we as Infineon support that? And how does it work, especially for companies that are not technically so firm? Yeah. So here at Infineon, we have um, the contactless competence. Means we really help customers to navigate rising demands for user convenience, fast evolving contactless landscape. Um, However, successful implementation of these new smart services really uh, rely on security, as as mentioned before. That's the main part, and this really represents our DNA. Um, And, of course, the interoperability across contactless infrastructure, a field where um, we play a major role in standardization and uh, driving this topic, and the need for compliance with um, a set of specification and standards. So here, of course, EMV for payments. And um, now with our Secura Connect family, we offer NFC payment uh, solution, uh, which um, empower uh, smart variables and IoT devices. And uh, Secura Compla- uh, Com- Connect, I'm sorry, Secura Connect, is a complete turnkey solution uh, which enables uh, the user to securely provision, store, and select really multiple credentials and multiple digital cards in a tokenized way as a new um, and innovative companion devices to already existing um, payment cards. Um, and uh, turning uh, these um, uh, variable devices then into powerful and versatile payment device uh, really to um, to uh, stay with us uh, during the day. And Sakura Connect um, also allows smart variable uh, system designers and OEMs with really no security or antenna design experience to seamlessly integrate a very compact, ultra-low power and uh, uh, consuming solution for various um, NFC-based applications. And um, so um, new IoT applications have already been uh, uh, lining up uh, to follow that uh, route of uh, smart payment variables. So not only, you know, these uh, uh, little helpers here over the day, but also other smart home appliances, uh, smart speakers, voice speakers, or other uh, IoT devices requiring hardware-based security standards, um, in most cases uh, in combination with secure payments. And in addition to make it uh, even easier for manufacturers, onboarding services, as I mentioned before, tokenization services are, are already available for them. Mm-hmm. Sounds very good and convenient for the manufacturers in that case. Um, I would like to come back to, to, to our current payment behavior. All right. Often you still have to sign or enter a PIN when you pay. And that is somehow strange because the payment process is contactless, right? But the authentication still works based on contact. Yes, exactly. So here now we are moving back to the traditional way of of payments, you know, by cards. And you're absolutely right. So, and here we are um, working uh, together with uh, partners and we innovate uh, to enable uh, biometric payments on card, um, integrated with a fingerprint sensor. 
um, especially to enable contactless payments, uh, making payments more convenient, more secure, and more, again, more hygienic. Um, the contactless card remains in the hand of uh, the cardholder throughout the uh, in entire payment transaction. And the good thing is um, there is no need for any PIN entry or signatures to authorize um, both high-value and low-value payments. Um, so the biometric uh, fingerprint sensor um, that is already um, now um, omnipresent uh, with 60% of the smartphones using fingerprints authentication. Um, and that same technology we now integrate in cards. Um, and um, for example, ABI research, again, they say 66 million biometric payment cards uh, will be shipped globally by 2024. So there is a really growing market in this field. Um, and here we have joined forces, for example, with the Swedish company Fingerprint Cards to enable mass uh, deployment of uh, this emerging solution. Um, we selected fingerprints as they are a leading uh, biometric uh, silicon and technology provider uh, with market, uh, really market proven uh, performance. Um, there's another partner, um, Norwegian company IDEX Biometrics. They are leading provider of advanced fingerprints identification and authentication solution. And with them, we developed um, a reference design for next generation biometric uh, smart card architecture. Um, and uh, here, um, we have uh, this uh, reference design leveraged the combination of our new SLC 38 um, security controller with additional uh, GPIO interfaces and uh, a latest generation together with their latest generation of the trusted bio solution from IDEX. And by the way, this has been um, approved, hardware approved just very recently, uh, two, three weeks ago. Um, and this enables fingerprint authentication with uh, low latency, so real quick, high accuracy and um, really power efficient. Uh, and to combine the fingerprint sensor with a secure element uh, following the latest standards um, of contactless performance, power management, extraction and uh, matching of biometric data in a one chip solution. Uh, really tremendously reduces the complexity of card manufacturing, um, which can shorten uh, time to market and lower cost um, for both manufacturers and the issuer uh, out there in the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here again, we see that uh, the um, importance uh, of, of, of partnerships in order to make the IoT work, right? So Ursula, please allow me one last question. The payment market of the future, what will it look like? Yeah. So here we expect additional interfaces such as um, BLE, Bluetooth Low Energy, uh, UWB, Ultra Wideband and Wi-Fi provided for variables and IoT devices in, again, ultra small formats operating at extremely low power. And um, these new interfaces and technology advantages uh, will not only bring enhanced seamless interaction between customers and merchants, but they will also foster a multitude of additional payment transaction and use cases in public transit, mobility, 
and as well, for example, event ticketing. Um, customers uh, can, for example, leave their uh, UWB-enabled device in their pocket, bag, or um, uh, mounted, for example, in their, in their dashboard cars, um, and still make a payment transaction, trigger personalized ads, or um, offers that reflect their interests and preferences um, when, for example, passing by a billboard or get access to a parking garage or, you know, get into the office. So the future will be really a multitude of uh, contactless uh, transactions in a smart city without the usual tap-and-go experience of having to initiate a transaction while tapping a reader um, in a distance of uh, two to two, uh, four centimeters. Um, but we will see more and more transactions with a real hands-free, so touchless experience based on the fine-ranging and detection capabilities of UWB uh, in IoT devices. And here, um, in addition, um, we can also observe that the payment market is also influenced by sustainability efforts. Mm -hmm. um, so, of course, now I'm uh, going back to the traditional world, to the card <laughs> world. But I wanted yeah. to, to mention this um, in addition, um, that um, the production of uh, payment cards really ask for environmentally friendly materials such as wood, uh, polylactic, uh, recycled or ocean-bound plastic. Mm -hmm. And this is becoming um, really um, increasingly important and, and, um, and here this environmentally friendly and carbon-neutral materials for smart manufacturing, smart card manufacturing um, asset is, is um, uh, really a growing trend. Um, and of course, this is a much more complicated compared to um, um, previously used uh, PVC material. And here, Infineon is now offering um, a complete off-the-self solution that is easily adaptable to uh, different uh, projects and market requirements. And this product is called Secora Pay with colon module package. And this uh, comes with an inductive coupling antenna specifically designed uh, for cards. Uh, are made from recycled or ocean-bound plastic, wood, or other eco-friendly materials. And a colon module is also the industry-wide thinnest uh, payment module with a copper-wired antenna, which allows cost-efficient card manufacturing with highest robustness for mass deployment. That sounds really exciting and also like a very sustainable future of payments. So yeah. thank you very much, Ursula, for your insights in this area. This brings us to the end of this episode. Dear listeners, for more information, please visit infinion.io. We will publish the next episode soon. And until then, take care and goodbye. <laughs>